0: So who talks first, you talk first, I talk first? to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts, I'm CT. I'm the other host, I'm Solo. And we are a weekly podcast that talks about Star Wars. And sometimes it's a little bit later in the week. Sorry. And I'm sleepy. You what? I had an emotional experience. Not really. I, <laughs> <laughs> I take drama classes on the weekends and... They make you talk about a lot of personal feelings so I get emotional. But also, I really enjoy drama classes cuz we really take time to break down characters and break down scripts Which and I is like awesome. I love doing that. Yep. And I also love being in a group of people who everyone in the room were like we love anti-heroes. They're the best characters to play. I'm like, "Thank you" yeah. cuz they are. They're the best characters for real. These people get me. I actually I had a conversation with somebody and today, and we got talking about Star Wars, and I just heard Star Wars and jumped in and was What's like, going hold on, on. <laughs> let me prove you right or wrong with whatever you're about to say, because I'm that obnoxious. And he was complaining about something with The Last Jedi. He was like, Rey shouldn't have been able to defeat Luke. And I'm like, Luke wasn't fighting her. Yeah. Like, Luke was just defending himself. He was like, please don't slice off my head. Yeah, he was just and. like, hey, you have anger issues. I'm not fighting back because I'm Luke Skywalker. Yeah. That's that's Luke Skywalker. And then he was like, okay, I guess. Then, <laughs> but, then, but then he just, like, faded away because he was projecting the thing. And so, I mean, I've, I've talked about this before of Luke's death and... Because for me, Luke's death isn't him just fading away into nothing. It's him being like, okay, I'm rejoining this battle. Yeah. Like, what Obi-Wan says, when he becomes that Force ghost, he'll be more powerful than you know in this state. Mm -hmm. And so when Luke is there, he's exhausted, sure. And he's like, you know what? Yoda can do some crazy lightning shit. So I'm gonna rejoin this battle and I'll be stronger than you know. Because he is stronger in this form. Because I can be anywhere now. I'm in the force. I'm in the force. And he is way more influential in this state to the people who really need it, which is aka his nephew, mm-hmm. who wasn't thinking entirely straight. No. When he was like, Luke Skywalker needs to die. And then Luke's like, fine. Boop, bloop, bloop. Still here, bitch. And Kyle's like, oh, now I can't kill you. And now you're just always here. I was not thinking this through. Now I literally- can't get rid of you ever unless I close myself off to the force, which I'm not gonna do. Cause I need that. Cause I'm an angry boy. That is like an interesting possibility to think of like for the finale of nine. If hmm. they Legend of Korra it with Amon, if hmm. there's a way to like close yourself. I mean, obviously Luke closed himself out from the force, but if Kylo's like, yo, it's all of these abilities that made me go nuts. So I'm just gonna get rid of it. Take away my powers, babe. And it's like, don't call me that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking to me? (laughs) What? Finn turns around, he's like, me? Me? (laughs) No, not you. What are you talking about? Anyway, so this week on this episode of Who Talks First, we're going to talk about the first three slash four episodes of Resistance. Woo! We finally have a cartoon back in our life, but I guess before we go into that, have you seen any of the new, like, Mandalore stuff? No, not any of the new stuff. Not since we talked about it last. So... The, uh, John Favreau's just been posting some sneak peek photos. Uh. They're n- there's It's a lot of Easter eggs, uh-huh. which I am so tired of. <laughs> <laughs> so first he posts. So you know about like the ice cream maker thing, and yes, yeah, like vaguely. Yeah, of how like they're run. It's in Cloud <coughs> City, and they're yeah. they're running, and one guy is running with what. George Lucas thought could be passed off as a space technology but it's, it's an ice cream maker. Yeah. And so it became this huge joke and so first John Favreau posts a picture of that they're using the ice cream maker. Wow. Like wow, that's happening. And he also posted a picture of a weapon, mm-hmm. which is a pretty cool weapon, but it's what Boba Fett's weapon was in the the Christmas special oh. in the Life Day special cartoon. Oh. So Just a lot of Easter eggs that (laughs) I'm not necessarily, like, jazzed about, because that's, again, that's just not what jazzes me about Star Wars. Yeah, well, let people have it, I guess. No, I'm definitely letting people (laughs) have it. As long as they're not like, Wink, wink, it's the Millennium Falcon! And you're like, yeah, Yeah, I I know, I got it, you didn't have to. And and they're like, did you see? Did you, that's the Millennium Falcon! I'm like, yeah. It's not an Easter egg if you point it out. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot if we talked about it last time. Do you think Boba Fett is going to make an appearance in The Mandalorian? I hope not. I, I do too, because I hope he's dead. I'm tired of people dying and coming back to life. Unless it's Kylo, then he can come <laughs> back as many times as he wants because he's a good boy. But oh, I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of Darth Maul and tired of Boba Fett. Yeah, no, I, there's not a single time I was like, wait, was there ever a time I was happy where a character came back to life? And the answer was no, not in Star Wars. Yeah, You wanted to say something. Because I was like, is, because I was like, well, I feel like there was one. And then I was like, no. I don't think that there, I guess like Force Ghosts wise, you're like, oh, yay, Anakin's back. Well, yeah, but like, it's Good boy, different. Anakin. That's why I was like, fine with Ahsoka ...passing where she did, because I was like, well, she Oh, can- yeah, because I yeah, wasn't even happy when I had- with Ahsoka, quote-unquote, right. unquote, coming back. Yeah. Because like, then she really did come back, and I was like, no, that's stupid. Yeah. Because so I no, was like, didn't what? like Ezra, didn't like Ezra. If you something. keep bringing back everybody... Bring back Kylo. Uh, he's not even dead for as uh, where we are right now, where no. we know, but I'm like... He can live through everything! <laughs> mm-hmm. If everyone else gets to come back from the dead... If Boba Fett is here, mm-hmm. back from the dead... Nothing will bring Kylo down. Just a hug. <laughs> <laughs> That's his demise. But yeah, I, I, we've said it like our last week episode. The Mandalorian isn't something I'm super pumped about. It just, it's just not the content for me. It's going to be, I, f- I have a feeling, going to be really spaghetti western. Which me too. In a way, Solo kind of was. It's just not my genre, and so I mean, I'll definitely watch it. Like, if I, I mean, not... Depending on how many things are coming out at that time. If they have that and, like, another cartoon or something happening all at the same time, it might burn me out. But we'll see. Well, because it'll, it'll probably be Resistance, Clone Wars, and Mandalorian. See, that's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll do Clone Wars, and I'll keep with Resistance. What I, I, I don't know. Maybe Mandalorian will be during the off-season, like, when Resistance isn't on. Well, then, then, then I am more... Inclined, to watch yeah. Well, out. yeah, I'm definitely going to try it for a few episodes yeah. and see where it goes because we'll it's the interesting thing. All of our casting, by the time this podcast comes out, uh-huh. they're probably going to announce the full cast, and I'll sound like an idiot. But none of the casting has really been announced. There's been a lot of rumored stuff, but mm-hmm. no really, yeah, no cast, no huh. casting formally. Hmm. Um. We have, like, some inklings that some of the directors are also going to be in the show. Like, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard okay. might have a role in there. Alright, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So, <laughs> moving on! We're going to get into the heart of this week's episode, which is all about Resistance, the new Star Wars cartoon. Animation is back. It's taken on a new style. Yeah. And... Let's go into it. So, the first episode was called The Recruit, and it was written by Brandon Amon, who is <laughs> a good friend of mine, and like I mentioned in the last episode, I actually got to go up to Lucasfilm and watch these episodes. The first one slash two episode. Yeah. And then in the, the third. Three. Yeah. yeah. Um, up there with them, and that was, like, such a fun mm-hmm fun experience and I, I think the episode started off in such a fun way with just the the fake it felt so Star Wars-y the pan down yeah. to what you think is gonna be this like planet or space station and it's just a uh, 4 uh-huh. I think the astromech unit being like Whoa? hello what's <laughs> it?" uh but yeah, what well, what was your highlight from the first episode? If you can, if you can separate them in your head, I know that's gonna be difficult for me. Yeah, it's difficult for me, especially because I accidentally watched them out of order. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Because I went and I watched the first two, and then it automatically started playing episode four, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Wait a sec, what? Wait, I- I'm confused." I mean, <clears throat> you could even say your highlight from the entire first block if you wanted to. Every Shining moment that I have in my mind is with Niku. (laughs) (laughs) Niku's such a good boy. He's very cute. I really like him. Uh. I don't know. Because I was very tired when I was watching. I think I need to go and give them another rewatch. But the first two episodes, the, like, beginning hour-long episode, was definitely the one that kept my attention. Mm -hmm. Because it felt like, it was very much setting up. Everything right, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm down for this." And then the other two episodes were just kind of like little hijink stuff. Where you get an uh, inkly enough stuff happening in the background, and it was for. It was just like I need to. It was too much to watch all at once for me. I think I needed more of a break, but a, a little bit of a break. Because <clears throat> like I liked so much about the first episode. For one, I like Poe Dameron more than I ever have. Oh yeah. I because I in the films I don't really care that much about Poe. Oh, I I really liked. I did like how, because for some reason I had the the impression that it was just going to be Poe finding like a street racer kid and like recruiting him, and I liked that. That's what it wasn't. That he was like, no, it's somebody who is already like working for the like uh, New Republic. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's an established flyer, and now we're asking him to be a secret agent. He's a secret agent. It, man. it made more sense, and I don't know where I got that impression in my mind before. They've probably but... they've probably worded it that way before, especially because they. They talk about how the Colossus is this racer base, and oh. Kaz is, like, a racer. Yeah. And- I'm like, no, he's really not. <laughs> he, he tries. Yeah. Uh, and since Poe was- we know his backstory is he was in part of the Resistance- not the Resistance, the New Republic mm-hmm. Navy? Yes, the Navy. Is that, I'm like, is that how, what, what they call it? Yeah. Uh- and this is that's how he kind of like joined up with the resistance. It was kind of a nice little story. And something I really really love is how they're establishing like the inklings of the first order and the and the resistance. Mm-mm. Because I think this is, it explains a lot. It's like it's not really politics, but the politics and the understanding of how much the universe or the galaxy knows about these two factions. And it's brought up very early on with Kaz's father. hmm He's like, you're working with the resistance? Those extremists? Yeah. And when you hear stuff like that coming from the Senate, and you- you kind of wonder, was Kaz's father someone who was, like, against Leia? Yeah. It does seem like it, right? It, it would be such an interesting thing to dive into mm-hmm. if he was actually, because, uh, I guess this is only six months before the demise, mm-hmm. but there were the, the two political pop, the parties in Star Wars, the populists and the centrists, which are like switched what our pop, our versions of those are in Star Wars, they mean something else. Hmm. But one of those, I think the centrists... I'm, I might be totally butchering this, and I apologize. This is all in Bloodline by Claudia Gray. Great book. Everyone should read it. Stairs. <laughs> dramatically. I, I know. <laughs> one day. It's so good. I do really want to. It, I think I think it honestly is my favorite new um, I love Claudia Buchanan Gray, book. So. Yeah, her... And I, love, I love that she gets to talk about Leia. She gets to talk about Ben and what it's like to... Have basically your whole family outed, but mm. in this in this sort of political environment, you almost wonder if Kaz's father would have been on the centrist side, which is the side that more people started going to the First Order from. Mm. I think so. I'm sorry if I'm wrong with that one. Mm. Um, it's either the, the, one of the, one of the two, which is super interesting because I do think that is the impression we're supposed to have, but Kaz is still like. I think Leia is the bravest person in the entire universe. That's, that's one of my favorite lines in the beginning when he's so like, cute. Tell her she's the bravest person in the whole galaxy. And Poe's like, She is, buddy. And also, hi! Hi! Also, tell her I said hi! <laughs> oh, God! Oh, jeez! Oh, jeez, that's <laughs> what I should have led with! <sighs> and just like cries himself to sleep. And. <laughs> When So Cass goes in, and Leia obviously isn't talking there. There's supposed to be a C-3PO cameo that I cannot find. It was- a, I read it in, like, an you article. You saw it again? You, like, went and double-checked? Yeah, It. they just said when Leia's there, you're supposed to hear C-3PO in the background. Damn. But may, maybe it's somewhere else that- Maybe it was in, like, when he first falls in or something? Uh, I don't- maybe, I don't know, but I was really listening for that C-3PO line. You were. But I could not, I could not hear it. But maybe it's in a different place that I just misunderstood where it said it, where he said it was going to be. So, yeah, I really like the the little droplings of the, the political war that's happening. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, like in most, most people who see Star Wars movies, who see, see the, watch the cartoons, aren't going to read these books. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bloodline is so important. Mm-hmm. Because... If you're really going through and establishing that they think the Resistance is extremist, and you're like, I'm going into a whole tunnel, so Leia basically gets pushed out of the Senate because she's Vader's daughter. Right. And she goes and forms this group called the Resistance. Yeah. That would be pretty terrifying if you if you didn't know Leia. Right. You just knew she was Vader's daughter. And she's like, I've got a group, it's called the Resistance. And you're like, oh boy, and you just know that they're, they're this extremist group. Like, are you They've thinking she's she's trying to start a new dictatorship? Mm-hmm. Is she trying to form a new empire? Mm-hmm. And she says she's not, but but she can't be trusted. Yeah, it's 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 a uh It just makes me so upset that and then it that, comes out that her son. <laughs> it comes <laughs> up that her son's the one actually doing that. Yeah. But more that we we won't get Carrie. I feel like there was <sighs> so much for her story in mm-hmm. episode nine, and and I get why it was episode nine. Yeah, so it's that's not what you I mean, really like want it to. yeah, you want it to be the final thing. Yeah, so I, I can't even be better. Being like they should have done it earlier. I'm like no, that's the big thing. Yeah, because why didn't people come help Leia? Yeah, why? that's totally the act three like moment. That's mm-hmm. the Big, like, reveal is, like, no, they they also don't, they don't... Maybe we're not as good as the guys as we thought. Maybe mm-hmm. this is all about a middle ground. Yeah. Maybe it really is about a middle ground. Because sending out that message, seeing that it's been received by so many people, the First Order at that point is pretty small. Pretty mm-hmm. damaged. They, a lot of their ships have been destroyed. Just the, the one... The base went up. A couple, a couple battalions coming in would have really helped them out mm-hmm. and the fact that nobody came there's something there that i really hope they explore in the films mm-hmm. but in the meantime i'm glad we're kind of getting these inklings now where the senate's like these are extremists you're don't work for them we're just gonna ignore them yeah and uh, also, I, I don't remember. Was it Kaz's father who also brought up. Or who was it mm. who brought up that, like, no one knows who the First Order is? They're like, we don't. T- we know who the First Order is, but. Was it Jaeger? I. Mm, maybe. Because I remember Kaz asking about it. Yeah. Just and being then, like, who's underneath the helmets? And someone just said, don't talk about the First Order. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know about them. Mm-hmm. And. It kind of, like, it brings up what a surprise that this, the Hosnian system was, Mm -hmm. which, okay, again, I I know some things about resistance in the future. I do not speculate about things that I know about. Mm -hmm. So I will say this a hundred, hundred times. I do not know about the things I'm about to speculate about because this is six months before uh, TFA, so six months before Hosnian Prime gets blown up. Oh, jeez. That's where Kaz lives. I mean, obviously I don't think, but like, that's where oh, his family geez. is. And that's gonna be, if that's not a season finale for the first season, that's gonna be a season finale for something. Oh, it, I, I I, assume for sure that's a season finale for this one. Is Last yeah. Man Prime. That's what I would assume. That's, if, me as a director, I'd be like, there you go, and that's when the movie is gonna, that's when the movie. Yeah. That's when the tone of the show is gonna shift. Yeah. To, holy crap. Yeah. And like, I don't know if like, Kaz's family makes it out or not? Because I feel like that sort of thing he, would make it very hard to keep it a light tone. Yeah, no, I I feel like he's, just because of the show, because it's a kid's show, I feel like he's gonna find out a little bit about it, and he's gonna, like, beg his father to, like, leave or something. I feel like he's gonna get some sort of intel, and it's gonna, like, okay, Maybe he. It's like, a napkin incident, which is another bloodline thing. <laughs> if you read bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. You. <laughs> you wanted to call me a bench. You did. And so the, the napkin incident is basically there was a big first order attack on the Senate that was basically going to kill everyone in this big meeting, and mm. someone had handwritten a note. And giving it to Leia, just telling her to run yep. to get out of there. We still, to this day, do not know who wrote that note. Mm-hmm. And to this day, it is Ben fucking it's Solo true? who uh-huh. wrote it. And <laughs> there's actually, like, some evidence that. Because one, Ryan Johnson is the one who asked for the napkin incident. Mm-hmm. And two, we know Kylo feels a little bit differently about his mother than he does in the men in his life. Yes. He hates men. He hates the patriarchy. Chow with the patriarchy. L- loves his mother. That's that's canon. And also when Leia gets that note, she points out how weird it is that it's handwritten. Nothing's uh-huh. handwritten anymore. Uh-huh. Also, what does Ben fucking Solo have? Fucking calligraphy sets. So they does he Yeah, you don't know. You don't know about Ben Solo's calligraphy sets though. I know that he he performs poetry to himself. No, he has in his room and in, in the Jedi Temple. He has a calligraphy set. He's really into calligraphy. <laughs> it's the best thing in fan fiction, and I. <laughs> it's so funny. He just Do- writes down poetry and calligraphy. That's what he was. That's what he did all the time. I'm a loser. <laughs> He's such a loser. What a. You- but like, what a weird thing to give. Yeah. Ryan was the one who asked for the napkin incident. He's the one that puts these, like... Little Hey, things. just so you know, he likes to write handwrite stuff. Mm. I... I mean, my dreams are probably gonna be crushed one day. What I... But for... And for right now, Ben Solo is the one who told Leia to run. Yeah. Because I, I do believe that this... This may not... Ben ha, may have already left... Luke's by then, because mm-hmm. Leia mentions that she can't get a hold of them. Right. And- Why else would Luke be shutting himself off if he hadn't already fucked up? Yeah. He wasn't- Because that's another thing. Did- Has Luke- and Have Luke and Leia seen each other? Did Luke ever come to Leia and say, Hey, or was it- No, R2's been shut down the whole time. How did she find out? These are the- These are the questions. Yeah. Man- there are questions that I'm like, I don't think we'll get answered until after nine. But yeah. But are we gonna get another sort of napkin-type incident? I, I feel like we'll have to. Because I wouldn't be surprised if Kaz ends up making a, like, a frenemy. Mm. Like, uh, what's his name in Rebels? Sideburns? Callus. Callus. I was like, it's... Uh. Sideburns McGee. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up making a sort of frenemy that... Maybe It's just like... I mean, we do know there's someone or someones on the Colossus who is chatting with the First Order. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like... They hear about what's gonna happen, and they're like... Kaz, your your dad's gotta go. He's gotta...
1: I can't tell you anything, but they they have to Gotta go,
0: you... Because I don't think they brought up anything about a mom or brothers or sisters. You just know about his dad. Yeah. But... It does... I... mm. I guess it's just, like, an. It, there's no proof to that. But I feel like he's got a big family. But that's just I, how I, I feel. I, I do, too. I just feel like he he's a person who has brothers and sisters. Me, too. Be- like, he's got a big family. Yeah. In my head. he He's old and still has, like, this, like, playful personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a person who has a big family. Mm-hmm. But... Like, I feel like Who he's knows? in the middle, I feel like he has a, at least one older sibling, and like, a, maybe, like, two younger siblings. That's the that's the vision I have in my brain. But right now, we have the vision. <laughs> I don't know why, there's no evidence. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I actually, I do want to applaud Oscar Isaac. I think he did a phenomenal job voice acting. Yeah. Which, because sometimes you, when you get the actors for a cartoon role, it's not great. Because voice acting is such a different craft mm-hmm. than... Normal acting. <coughs> um, so, I mean, there has been rumors floating around that Kylo's showing up with Adam Driver voicing him. Mm. Which... Well, he's done a voice in Bob's Burgers. He can do his own character. He can, but he didn't do his voice in uh, Battlefront, which upset me. Everyone else did their voice. He didn't want it. Adam! We know you listened to Bob's He didn't want the grunts. He was I was like, hope I you don't, don't want to do the grunts. <laughs> oh, the grunts? Yeah. But because when you do a video game character, you gotta do a lot of, like, uh, uh, uh Do you uh. not remember Lego Star Wars? He did that, and he was like, "Oh, hit me harder. Did he? Yes! <laughs> was that actually a- That was. That, that's what turned him off. He was like, nah, I've already I done this I had to one. do the masochist Kylo thing, being like, yes! Keep striking at me, yes! Harder! He's like, just take it from just Lego. Just like that! Take it from Lego or no deal. <laughs> he was probably just too busy with all his other stuff. Yeah, and I'm just sad, because... Probably, that was probably around Adam the time has used such to. a unique voice that you think people would be able to like mimic it pretty well, but it's who do, he sounds like John Ham in Battlefront. Oh yeah, in, in Battlefront it sounds. It awful. does not sound like Kylie, not even close. But then you're like, so I I usually just run around his ray because she's like, well, bam, it's so cute. It's me and I'm cute and I'm British. Was that close it's enough? So big. It's oh my god, the best. <laughs> what I would give. A, Someone had edited the Ray and Kylo lines just back and forth, and they were able to make the raunchiest scene between them. Because at one point, I don't know how Ray where this dialogue comes from, but at one point, she had to record the line, It's so big! <laughs> and, yeah, it paints a picture! <laughs> but anyway, uh, back to Poe Dameron, very impressed with his voice acting. Yes. For the cartoon, I really actually quite enjoyed his character. I'm not sure how much we're going to see of him past this. Probably not often. Probably, yeah. Like, I know in the trailer we've seen a couple more clips of him. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've seen Leia talking. And I assume we're not going to see Leia talking unless Poe's there. Right. So, we'll see when... And I assume most of it's going to be, like, holovids if we do see Because i got to assume Poe's got to take B- be- Yeah, Poe's got to take BB be- B- be- Oh my goodness. Yeah. Because BB-8's not going to be, ba- be able to be in past the first season. Nope. <laughs> we know where bb is. Yeah. BB-8's gone. They um, gotta get us attached to... Is his name Bucket? What's oh, Bucket. Thing? Okay, yeah. They're, they're going to get us attached to Bucket. Because Bucket's pretty cute. I do like I mean, Bucket. even the the name Bucket is a good name. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cute name. Yeah, I think BB-8's probably the... Hey, you recognize BB-8. Watch your right. show, please. Yeah. And then... B- Remember BB-8? So, yeah, I think... Yeah. Yeah, because... Again, if we're what we're assuming... I don't know if this is right. I'm guessing the end of season one is Hosni and Prime. I mean... It's, uh, it's six months before. So, There's I There's only so much you can fit in in one probably season. Probably the next big time Poe shows up. I think he'll show up for like maybe, like, a transmission or two mm-hmm. between that, but the next big event, Poe needs to take BB-8 back and be like, yeah, you're in the movies, buddy! Can't stay here. <laughs> you gotta leave! Can't be in two places at once. Yeah, we're, we got, gotta got do that. Because, yeah, it, it did feel weird to me, even in the beginning, when he was like, keep an eye on a bb and I'm like, that's your droid. Who just yeah. gives up their droid? And you love BB-8 so much. <laughs> he does. No one loves BB-8 more than... Give hey, him belly scratches. I feel like th- something I do really admire about Oscar Isaac is I, how much I think he loves Poe. Mm-hmm. I think he adores this character, and I'm glad that he.
1: Well, he did to play right. Him. That's
0: the only reason that he yeah. he yeah. lived for so long, right? He was like JJ, if you kill me, I'm out. <laughs> Make me live, and then he ended up shooing himself into like one of the main characters. Like I just re- I just refused to leave. My they killed me, and I just refused to leave. It's basically what he did. So, yeah, moving forward. Let's go back. They're on the Colossus. They're on he the Colossus. It the Colossus. I really like this concept for the show, what mm-hmm. they're doing. Because it, they've made it really centralized and focused on one thing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm very partial to Clone Wars. I think Clone Wars it will always be my favorite of the cartoons. Yes. But, to me... Resistance started off stronger than Clone Wars oh, started absolutely. off. Oh, <laughs> absolutely! I think this <laughs> Clone is the Wars s- had a rough start, but yeah, I think this is the strongest opening to an animated show, which is given a lot because, yeah, they re- they relied a- a- on a few quote unquote legacy characters like Poe and Leia, and- but they're really not there that often. But they're not there that often. They're there to set up the stage, and then they don't show up again. Yeah, and. Yeah, like rebels also started off a little bit slowly, and so you're making this new show without the force. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure it's going to be brought up at times, but there's no force users to rely on, like yeah, on those you're rebels. right, huh? So, like, and that's going to be a big challenge, because mm-hmm. I know for me, my the part of Star Wars I'm interested in Is tends to be stuff. the force stuff. Yeah, and so I give them major props for being able to have such a fun show that I think I'm generally going to care about that is about racing. Do you, do you think that, do you think that some of them are going to end up being force users after the force awakens? (laughs) (laughs) The way you just said it was like such a double entendre. Uh I'm going no one from the main cast. Okay. I, I, again, this is, I don't speculate about things I don't know about, but I don't know about that. It's just what I'm wondering, because, well, it could be the sort of, like, force-sensitive we all are, because, like, Mm -hmm. Poe Dameron's force-sensitive a little bit. Yeah. That's why he's such a good pilot. Right, right, right. And everybody kind of is such a good pilot, because they're force-sensitive. Everybody in this, everyone in the galaxy is the best pilot in the galaxy. Everyone. Which. You lied?! Niku, so I think my favorite character so far that was introduced is Niku. Yeah, and Same. he was absolutely adorable, and I've actually I've seen some really wonderful uh, write ups about Niku and like what he represents to a lot of people. Because mm-hmm. ad- admittedly, this was not my reading at first. I just assumed it was a species, but a lot of people read that a lot of thi- a lot of things that Niku does. Uh, it's on the autistic spectrum. Uh, on, the, on the autistic spectrum, which so, is what I got, but also, yeah, I've I saw ra- <laughs> I read a lot of really beautiful write ups about that and what that can mean for children, mm-hmm. and like even children who aren't necessarily on the spectrum, but like being friends with somebody who mm-hmm. maybe like that. Th- that takes things too literally, that doesn't quite understand what you mean all the time. Mm-hmm. Because when I first watched this with, uh, like, I, I'm i in the front row. I'm the only one in the, in the front row. Because uh-huh. Brandon, he, he had to do, like, a presentation in the beginning. He's like, just take a seat. I'm like, okay. So I took a seat in the front row, and no one was sitting anywhere until, like, five rows behind me. I'm like, okay, I feel embarrassed. I'm just here by myself. But Brandon came and sat next to me, and when we were watching it, in the first bit, when Kaz says, I'm the greatest pilot in the galaxy, and Niku is so excited about this. He's like, You're the, we're with the greatest pilot in the galaxy! And then he finds out he lied. Mm-hmm. That devastation, mm-hmm. I immediately just glazed over, like, I'm about to cry. Uh-huh. Like, that hurt so badly that he was lied to. That, like, someone- he- you you lied to me? And I'm forgetting the exact uh, weight of the, the the line that he says a little bit odder later than like the weight of your deception. I need to go ponder the weight of your deception. Yeah, I think that's what he I think it's almost exactly that. But it's so good and it's so cute. And just for that to be like normalized in a show mm-hmm. it means a lot. And just looking at the entire cast of the show too, like, it's good. Yes. Like the represent like the representation on the show, good. Very good. Very good. I'm like I just like thinking of the characters like all lined up. I'm like, hot damn. Bravo! Hot damn. We've got and now we've got this cute little we've got Nico and he's so cute. He he's so cute, and I think he's gonna be such an important is character. He, is he a species we've seen before? No. Okay, because <laughs> I was like I was trying to- I'll be really honest, I'm not gonna sound pretentious about it, I have no idea. Cause I was like for what? Like, I can't, I can't decide if I've seen him before. I don't know if it's, like, an art star thing. I don't know. But I was, like, cause he's almost got, like, a, he's almost got, a, Greedo species eyes. Oh, the Rhodian eyes? The Rhodian eyes, yes. Yeah. He does have a little, he's got little sparkles of in him. Little sparkles in and That eyes. was, like, but he's obviously not a Rhodian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I also, uh, in terms of representation, representation that they're probably never going to be able to say in the show, yeah. but Orca and Flix, the shop owners. Oh, right. Yeah, that they are clearly... Oh, absolutely a couple. A couple. Absolutely. And I thought they they were so cute, oh. and I loved the way that they interacted, because they, they interacted like a cute like couple, too. Yeah, they did. And Why don't you just go get us some lunch? <laughs> just, and they, they were sweet with each other, they got excited about stuff together. Mm-hmm. I I really enjoyed... Them and even though it's going to be probably representation that they're never going to be able to actually say, yeah, but it's canon, guys, (laughs) it's legit. Um, but yeah, moving forward, I I really like that it's a centralized plot that it's going to be able to stay pretty small scale for a while. And Mm -hmm. we know it's going to get bigger probably after this season, it's going to start overlapping with The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Just, so she will be interesting. Yeah, because- Because those movies happen very quickly after days. one another. So, because I, I know they want to have the first- They're going to have the first season and a half mm-hmm. out before nine. Mm-hmm. So, let's just say that Hosni and Prime is the finale of season one. Mm-hmm. Basically, they have, like, three days- Yeah. Until we're in that mysterious episode nine time skip. Yep. Which, yeah. Like, the nice part about Resistance, I, I at least it's nice for me, is I'm so n- not ready to let go of the sequel trilogy, because I love it so much. Me too. So, when episode nine ends, we still, we're still, we still going to have a couple seasons left of Resistance. Uh-huh, with probably little cameos from these characters. These, yeah. The, the Force Awakens crew. Yeah, they'll we'll probably pop in and pop out. Pop in and out, and we'll get to learn more about them uh i also i really really liked tam we haven't learned a lot about her the Mm -hmm. mechanic i think because i think even the slightest story we got from her is that she wants the fireball she's like no that's my ship yeah i think even that sort of little character thing is good i like her a lot too she was also one of my favorites yeah she has she has a i'm really excited to learn more about her I'm also so excited to learn more about the Aces mm-hmm. because I think they're a really fun team. I liked how they worked together during the pirate invasion, mm-hmm. and I'm also a huge fan of Donald Faison, and he's he plays the character Hype Faison because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's like- What no. does that mean when your name is Faison? Yeah. So it's That's such a good name. Star Wars name. Yeah. Also, Tam is a- Name of a character in a very popular fanfic, and so every time I see Tam oh, yeah? written, I'm like, Wait, are we talking about this fic? And it was very popular, like, right after TFA, uh. and it's actually one of my favorites to this day. But I'm like, Oh, is it a shout out to that <laughs> fic? Is this a who, who named this character? Well, you can ask who named the character. I, I can't, it might be branded for a lot. No, just be like, oh, I thought it was a cute name, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, here, let me. Let me give you that fanfic. Oh, did I? Because I did- I don't think I told this story. When I was up at Lucasfilm, uh, they were just, like, showing me around, and I couldn't- I couldn't go to a lot of places in Lucasfilm. Right. But Brandon was telling me that there's a coffee place on campus called, uh, Java the Hut, and <laughs> I'm like, oh, I've read that in fanfics before, and that was a joke that got awkward. <laughs> He was like, "What? <laughs> what?" No, I, th- I was with like two of the other producers that I, w- I had met, uh-huh. and they're just like, "Okay, I'm like, okay, I I forget that's a weird thing to do. <laughs> I guess, I guess. I, read I a think fanfiction. F- I think fanfiction. I is also so learned that Dave Filoni point. plays Pokemon Go. Well, as he should. I got my Mewtwo up at. Uh, yeah, brag about it some more. I Got my Mewtwo. And I took over a gym, so and my Pokemon weird. Go username is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and I'm like, my oh God, they must- I'm such a loser. <laughs> such a loser. Because the, the Yoda Fountain's, like, open to the public, right. so I was sitting there for, like, two hours just staring at its glory, but you would just see people come up and just take selfies with it and leave, I'm like, it was just, like, all day. I also did that. Yeah. I spent a good, like, two hours being like, this is a hundred selfies of me and the Yoda Fountain, also my Kylo plushie. Loser. We went on a journey. You loser. So I'm trying to, uh, and so Jaeger, he has a backstory with Poe. Mm-hmm. And I think probably, because we know pa- Poe's parents died pretty young. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure Jaeger was probably served as, like, a father figure. I think so. At, at least some sort of mentor. I think they definitely have that sort of relationship. hmm And, uh, also with- Jaeger just a fun thing in the third slash fourth episode mm. when you see Jaeger's family, the that's Batuu. That that where they are, which Bat Two is I'm gonna let you, I can't figure it out? Can you gonna do it? No. I'm Very sleepy. It's Galaxy's Edge. It's what Star Wars Land is gonna be. Oh yeah. that's cool. Yeah, isn't that really neat? Huh. Yeah. It's really freaking cool. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty excited little easter egg when you looked in the background and it's it's concept art for but 2. Aww. So they're tying in what's happening there to the huh, bigger scheme of things. That's fun. I I hope that I, I hope we get to go there at least in flashbacks or something. That'd be fun. Yeah. you, you kind of wonder you wonder what happened obviously that's the mm. reason why he doesn't want to get involved. Right. Absolutely. Is and because I'm something happened to, happened to his family. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I find it interesting that he even refuses to get re- re- involved in the resistance. Mm-hmm. So it almost makes you curious if it was... Because they have been talking about this in some of the extended material that it was a resistance... It was a rebel attack that killed civilians. It was a... Not necessarily a resistance attack, but hmm. that the, rebel, rebel, the pilots. rebel pilots and stuff just with this war, there there's been civilian casualties on their behalf too. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's... I think I think that's in uh the the Rogue One prequel. But yeah. I'm forgetting what that's called. Yeah, there's something eh, about that, right? Because I don't they even kind of imply that in Rogue One. They I think they've definitely applied it in Rogue One, but before, yeah, I th- and why can't I remember I, Catalyst? it was just that that book. And actually, I really did enjoy Catalyst. I think Catalyst added a lot to Rogue One. It took me a bit to get through, but not mm. nearly as I thought. That was like. The slowest read until I tried Thrawn. <laughs> like, oh my god. And A Certain Point of View. That one also took me a really long time to get through. Which is interesting, because thought you were, that you were like, ah, you were so jazzed for that book, and then you got it, and then you are like, fuck. So, like, A Certain Point of View had so, like, It really had a fun. certain number of good stories. Points of good. <laughs> certain points, points of, of good. Certain points of boring as well. Mm-hmm but yeah i think when Jaeger's story comes out and why he's so unwilling to help like on either side will be will be really interesting i think it'll definitely be super good and heartbreaking I, yes i just want to learn more about everybody so it's hard to like really get into a deep dive because you don't know that much I and mean, we haven't learned much, much about the aces we know tora is a pretty important character mm-hmm. i think she, she Because, like, I think she was even introduced as being as part of Team Fireball. Wasn't she? No. Not in the show, but in promotional material. Maybe. Because I don't think- Maybe they included her with the Aces, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. Because I just remember them talking about, uh, Griff. Freya. Hype. Ah, but the Plo Koon one, who's gonna be my favorite and I can't remember his name. But he's- Plo Koon's alien and Plo Koon's alien type is a good type for me. I love Plo Koon's alien. You type. do. Did you see the 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 Nautilin, the Kitfisto, uh, with the ponytail? No. Yeah, he was in a very short amount of time. Oh, that's so but cute. He had a really he had a nice little ponytail. I liked that's him. He was really cute. cute. I liked him. And yeah, like I'm excited to see them work together and what they're up to. Will Kaz ever become a better spy? Probably. Another uh, another line. I would like to see a main character be pretty capable. That'd be nice. Get to the point where they get capable. He's a good spy. Yeah, I, I, well this isn't the fourth episode, but another line. there's there's so much in these episodes that make me laugh. Yeah, and that's I'm like it was genuinely very funny. I laughed multiple times in the first okay. episode, even just like the banter between uh, Kaz and C four. Yeah, being like, right. "You're I too young it. to die. I'm too young to die. That can't be put back together. You shut up." Yeah, it's very fix cute. You. Like I want, I even want C four to come back because that stuff was very cute. And also U of M colors. And I M-M remember yeah. thing. We're from Michigan. We're from Michigan. And Neither also, of us went went to U of M, but nope. still, we went to that. We were in, we lived in that state. We lived there. We went to Ann Arbor sometimes and got boba there. That's the only place I could get boba. So yeah, we we went we to the like Ann Arbor a lot, hour and a half, and we would get sushi there yeah. too. Yeah, it was so that's also stuff. where the only place I could get sushi. But another one of my favorite lines in the the fourth the final episode is when Jaeger's talking about how you're like Kaz, you may not be a good spy, you may not be a good pilot. But you you helped out a person in need. And and then Kaz is like, so I'm good at being a person. (laughs) Which is such a funny line on its own. But also such a good Star Wars thing Mm -hmm. is that Kaz just is like, yeah, I helped somebody that was going to go kill themselves. And even though they were a jerk, they were going to blow themselves up. And I wouldn't stop that. That's what a person does. (laughs) That's what normal people do. And so, I just, I think Kaz is a good boy. I, I like him. He, he probably has a little bit of, like, protagonist syndrome with me. And for for me, protagonist Mm -hmm. syndrome just means you're not gonna be my favorite favorite. Absolutely. That's Uh, what it is for me. But I still like him more than I have some other, like, protagonists. Like, Aang, for Existence, is a protagonist, that I'm like, you're my least favorite character. Yeah. I, I don't hate Kaz, for sure, and the other protagonists have less of a dirty taste in my mouth, like, from the get-go, and I'm like, Kaz is still fine. hmm I'm- I would- I hope he's able to grow, which a lot of protagonists aren't able to, but I have faith. I'm like, I do think that he'll grow into a very good character. hmm And also, like, we're getting some good First Order stuff, because I think Phasma looked beautiful. Yes. That shot, when you just see her in the background, is it's such so a good shot. Fucking good. I was, when I was in, like, the theater space, because it's, like, so haunting, almost, just seeing, like, that Stormtrooper helmet, but you know it's the chrome, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's her! It's Vasma. That's Vasma. She's gonna be so good, because another thing, I, I won't say too much about it because I was surprised they said it and I don't think many people caught it. But they said a major spoiler in the episode that I don't think will will be revealed for a while. I didn't catch it. But again, so I'm curious if other people are talking about. It. I'm not going to talk about it because mm. I do I I can confirm it, mm. but like I when they said it in the episode, I was like that was quick. <laughs> no. Now I almost want to- There's no suspense here. Because there was, there was some point in time where they said something, and again, near the end there, I was giving it about 60% because I was very tired. They said something, and I was like, was that something really important that I just like missed? Should I rewind? Then I'll have to move. I'm not going to do that. And so I just <laughs> let it play. I let them move. Don't want to do that. And yeah, is there, any, is there anything else that you particularly want to bring up? We had Elijah Wood- did it's we? A, yeah, he was the 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 jerk guy in the fourth episode. I'm forgetting his name. I, I apologize. The like the blonde kid. kid. Okay. Yeah, he was. That's Elijah Wood. Oh, it's funny. I think uh, Flicks and Orca, which is Bob, uh, Bobby Moynihan as Orca. I think they were very funny, and I, I like almost want to I want to go back to the shop more because I think how they interacted and how they talked was very they're, good. And they're also just fun looking characters, right? Yeah. Yeah, the aliens! They're there fun. Were, there were- there's so many well-designed aliens, and I know a lot of people are disappointed that we don't get that many aliens, and that many familiar aliens in mm-hmm. the new movies, and admittedly, I'd like to see a Twi'lek. Yeah, no, I- I- I am very vocal about that all the time, like, where are the Twi'leks, where are the Togrutas, where are the Nautilins, where are the aliens that I know? Mm-hmm. But, like, they're still littered in- in resist in resistance. Like they're mm-hmm. in the background. We haven't seen all of them yet, obviously, but I I do feel like they have a good blend of new aliens to aliens that we recognize. Yep. Yeah. because yeah. <laughs> well, we also don't worry, we have whatever Unkar Plot is. Yeah, we do. We have a female Unkar Plot, but I her line to Kaz won me <laughs> over when Kaz was like, Aunt Z, have you ever just said something you immediately regret? And she was like Yes, like that one time I said hi, Kaz. I immediately <laughs> regretted it, and I was like, "Same, girl. Same." Because her bar just got fucking destroyed. She did, but I think she made money, so she's fine. <laughs> she, she's doing good. So I'm glad I could like whatever a plot is. They probably have her their species name somewhere. Probably. I don't do that much studying of of the unkar plots. I of don't the world. until they're an alien that I think is cute, and then I'm like, I need to find out about this alien. I think that they're cute. Mm-hmm. And that's I think, why I know what Togruta are. Yeah, I think Nuku is very cute. And also there's a, uh, there's a character I'm really excited about. I can talk about it because her toy was, her toy picture was released. Oh yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm forgetting what her name name is. It starts with an S I'm pretty sure, but she is a really cute alien and she's called like the salvager or something and hmm. her outfit is, I mean she's purple and she has an outfit oh, just kind of built of different, like, armor pieces that- so she has, like, Stormtrooper armor, I'm pretty sure she has, like, some Mandalorian pieces on her. No, she looked really cute when I was going through the toy announcements. I saw her, and I was like- I even- I even, like, sent it to Brandon being like, WHO IS THIS?! Because I love her! TELL ME SHE'S IMPORTANT! So, she- she obviously will be pretty important later, because she got a toy, and I don't think a lot of other people got a toy, but she's one of the coolest looking ones cool, I, she's purple, and that sounds like a cute little gimmick, and I love it. I also want to applaud in terms of the toys, because the Poe Dameron toy actually looks alright. Because poor Oscar Isaac. Because they did do it in the style of the show. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I mean, good. Because That means you don't have to worry about his age lines, because they just love to make him look like he's 80. I, yeah. And and Resistance was like, no stubble, it's too hard to animate in our style. (laughs) Yep. Like, just stop trying to make him look- Because, like- He's got some... Oscar has got, like, this rugged look to him. Yeah, for sure. So it's so hard to translate to a small thing without making him look like he's 9,000 years old. Or a Lawrence brother. Yeah, he does got... He does have, like, his little age lines. And they look so good in real life. But on... Man, on the toy. On a toy that's three inches, just don't do it. (laughs) Just... He looks... Like, his Black Series is a mess. <laughs> it's awful looking. One of these days, I want to try to repaint one, but it, I'm glad that his Resistance toy looks alright. Justice for the Podambrin toys. Yeah. Because they always look Whew. awful. He gets a lot of them, but not the not <laughs> good looking ones. Look good. I'm like, this is, like, one of the most handsome men in, like, Hollywood right now, and you're like, is this what he looks like? No, not like a monster. <laughs> I I I hope that Oscar just has a really good self esteem and that he just looks at it and goes, guys. Did you did you ever see the video of it was like all the actors going through merch with their faces on it and, and Daisy seen her <laughs> Daisy with that awful, awful like it's the. She has, like, blue eyes in it, and it's this plush that has the longest it's face. It's, like, the longest, most square face. <laughs> and she just holds it up, and she's like, Aww. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then, I mean, the Adam, Kyla wouldn't like these chips is probably still to this day my favorite Adam Driver quote of him holding up a bag of pop chips, seeing Kyla on it, and he's like, Kylo wouldn't like these <laughs> chips. <laughs> How serious he is when he's like, he wouldn't approve. This is slander. Fake news. He wouldn't do this fit pop chip. He's on the full fat ruffles. Jeez. He needs needs lots of calories. He's a big boy. So I wonder if we're going to get a new episode this week that I actually don't know. I don't know if Disney XD is just going to play the episode four, which we already got online. Hmm. Mm. Which, unfortunately, that's what I think it is. Is it still just a- is, it, is the Sunday release schedule, that's a thing? I know it just has moved from Disney to Disney XD, but I'm not aware of the time mm. of that change. Because I know we're probably just going to stream it for the most part. Yeah, because I was like- I hope it doesn't have the- what was it? Like, 8 o'clock Sunday? No, it was like 10. 10, that's what I'm- even It was worse. ridiculous. Yeah, so I, I hope that too- That it gets a a better time slot. I really do think that the time slot was where it was because they were seeing, they were probably testing out what the streaming audience was versus the TV audience. Well, it's not even fair because the TV audience is going to be nothing because no one's watching TV at 10 o'clock on a Sunday. And also the stream gets it first, so I don't know. So if you wanted to watch in the morning, the stream gets it that morning. Yeah. Who knows? We'll see. I, I don't know. I think it's a weird decision by them, but that's that's what they're doing. And, uh, yeah. Any any last words? No. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really enjoyed it. I think this is the strongest opening to an animated show from Lucasfilm that we've seen yet. I think it was genu- genuinely really funny. And I'm excited to get to know the characters a lot, because they're already very strong. Yeah. I think... We've, I've already have a big interest in all these characters, and I think a lot of these characters already have like a good, like motivation. Like mm-hmm. Torodosa, obviously being the daughter of like the guy who heads up the whole thing, mm-hmm. she's gonna have some issues there. And Tam having this, she like clearly she wants to be a pilot too because mm-hmm. she wants the ship, and I think that's gonna be a, a an emotional journey for her hope she gets it. I no. she She better get she it. She better get it. And not just be a thing where she's like, well, I realized I was better suited. No, shut up. Shut up. Or, because we know Jaeger has a mystery ship still around. True. True. And, well, then I'll be upset. Well, no, maybe, but Tam's like attached to the fireball. Yeah, no, Tam can get the fireball. That's the one that she wants and she'll make it and it'll be better than this mystery ship. And then she'll be able to win for team fireball. That'd be, I would, you know what? I This is what I want for the show. Yep. Uh, anyway, we will be back again when, with a new episode and some new Star Wars stuff. But thank you again. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes if you haven't already. We really appreciate it. It really helps people find the show. Because yeah. I, I keep forgetting to tell people to do that. It really does help, like, any small podcast. That's yeah. literally the only way that people can and find it, it makes us seem so much more impressive. Am I right? Because we're super serious and impressive and should be taken seriously. Totally seriously. Anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of Who Talks First. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Suti. I'm your other host. I'm Solo. And we'll see you next time. Bye.